Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yo, what's poppin'? I'm Ron Ricketts. The football rambles popping. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you all? Good. Popping. We're <laughs> all popping. I'm, yeah. pu- I'm pumping. Is it pumping or popping? I think it's popping. Pumping. Let's pump out. Maybe pop. it's both. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the football ramble. We're pumping and popping and <laughs> dropping. Uh, James is here. Hello. Pete's here. Yo. Lukey's here. All right. Uh, oh, gentlemen, let me ask you a question, <laughs> if I may. I tend to do that. Um... What is your favourite goalkeeping error since goalkeeping error records began? Are you starting to the deed is left? Uh, well, I, I tend to, but... Mm. but OK, well... We'll go, uh, James, are you ready? Yeah, I'll go okay. first. Um, I'm going to go with when Fabian Bartes decided it would be a good idea to just <laughs> throw the ball to Thierry Henry twice. Another, that hybrid. Another one such reliable chat. Didn't you do that in the, the five-a-side tournament, James? Oh! oh! That's why he loves it so much. He loves it so much he does it himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit harsh, Marcus. Don't mind me saying. Sorry, that's a, I do apologise. No one likes Dear. going in bins. Give him a bit of Yeah, <laughs> I believe I saved us the game in that one, so yeah. if he'd been a bit sharper in front of goal, oh! you know, it would have been yeah. all right. Pete, he's talking to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got another one as well, which is when Edwin van der Sar, when he played for Fulham, just decided um, to just not do anything with the ball. And... Uh, Jose Reyes just ran up to him and took it off him and scored. Oh, yeah. He just and he just didn't stop that him doing it. Strange. It was really weird. <laughs> very strange indeed. Bit of grobbler about that one. Or <laughs> pol- political, eh? Well, <laughs> I believe Bruce grobbler. Bruce is innocent. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, and he's quite funny. J- uh, Peter, uh, jerkin. <laughs> You're gonna call me. <laughs> yeah, Ger Peter. Yeah. Yeah. German Peter. Yeah. Um, I, Turn the lights on. I, well, I, I would either go for the Tim Flowers uh, bobble in front of him where it went over his uh, really right his shoulder. Oh, it was his fault because he kicked the thing he, he made the, yeah. he, he made, made the, the, the groove. He made the groove. Yeah. Uh, he got his groove back right in the back of his net. And yeah, uh, yeah. and also the Shea Given uh, mistake against uh, Dion Dublin. Oh, yeah. just oh, he, out, and yeah. Dion Dublin was was lurking behind the behind net. It could, actually, Dublin went off the pitch, so that wouldn't be allowed nowadays. So, oh. what, is that is that a? It's an illegal yeah, move. To... Still counts back then, though. It's an illegal move. So, much w- like an eye gouge in wrestling. Just, but he just came back on. So, would he need permission to come back on the field? Mm. I suppose so. Yeah. Oh, but did he kind of fall off the pitch? No, he was no, just standing. Kept, no, he was standing there. Standing there. there. Oh, crafty. Sorry, well, answers on a postcard, I reckon. Yeah. yeah that one. Or an email. I'm going to go for Manchester, Manchester United Hall of Famer. Yeah. Massimo Tavi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good he, one. He came with great expectation. And, and and it was a Hall of Famer who scored against him. Uh, that, it was, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hall of Famer. yeah, it was, yeah. And uh, he w- he was never the same afterwards, was he? That he was sort of what he's re- that's the only thing he did. Yeah, yeah. In like five or six games or whatever it was he played. Um, I, I saw him described once as being a. Uh, 
the sort of bloke who you imagine getting his foot stuck in a bucket at least once a day. <laughs> <laughs> Marvellous description. Yeah, it's accurate. I'll, I'll give it that much. That's excellent. Well, my, well, my goalkeeping error would have to be... Um, Oh, Pat Bonner! Bonner. <laughs> Good. Yeah, he just slapped it in, didn't he? Yeah, he's oh, kind of weird. It's a shame. You should have caught it. It was against Holland in '94. <laughs> should definitely have saved it in some way. <laughs> Vim Yonk was given the goal, but I thought Paddy Bonner should have been given it. Mm. Oh, don't add insult to injury. Uh, he don't want his grandkids mm. to see that. No, I think Bonner, I think... OG on the score sheet. Oggy. But it's not. It's not up to me. True. But if it was, I would have put it as an own goal. Who gets the points then, Marcus? Uh, I, I think I'm going to take them. I'm Why? going to take them home with it's me. It's a dictatorship. Surprise. It's nothing more than a dictatorship. I've already decided who I'm... absolute farce. I've, I've never already, won it. I've already decided <laughs> who I'm giving it to, you know, before the show. I've never so. won the points. I'm, ne- I'm, not, I'm not joking. We need, like, a live studio audience or a phone-in or something mm. like that. Yeah. We've got a live studio audience of one, Andy Edwards, and a guest in the house. Who, who gets the points, Andy? Who gets the points, Andy? I only heard them last two. Me, then! <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. That's as much of a dictatorship as Marcus is. There's, there's two people he heard. Then... No, my, no, it's not a dictatorship. Mine was the best goalkeeping error. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, it was on point. the world stage. Shea Givens one's better. I didn't hear Pete, then that wasn't a goalkeeping error. That was quick thinking from a forward. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that should have looked behind him. Should have looked behind him. It doesn't matter. I'm on board of this now. Um, yeah, so I've got the points and move top of the league. <laughs> um, but will Manchester City get to the top of the league? Colo hey. Torre. Seems to think so. Money City. Mm, did everybody <laughs> see that when Carlo Toure at his press <laughs> conference? He, he actually called. He went. Oh, I am very happy to be joining uh, Money City. Uh, Man City. <laughs> Money City. He <laughs> said Money City. He's paid off. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's made better. He wouldn't say it. He's like, <laughs> he said, I bloody will say it. Probably had it by all. I'm so rich. I, I could never be arrested. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. What do you think of it, Marcus? I reckon he said Man U City by accident. I reckon he's just happy to be there. Uh, maybe, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, I think that's a great signing. He for runs Man City. like he's dancing. I've got to say about Kyle Turi that since he got malaria, he hasn't been the same player. He's so been as long yeah. if if Wenger gets Breda Hangerland in instead, that is a very good piece of business. Do you reckon? Yeah. I think it's very risky to be starting a Premier League season mm-hmm. with two centre halves he'd never played together before. But I, I understand the point. <laughs> well, he, he, well he hasn't got Hangerland. Well, Severus so has come back yeah. as well. Well, he's never played with what's his name, the, the Dutch fella. Vermeulen. Yeah. He's Belgian for one and he's just joined the club. How can he have played with it? That's what I'm saying. But like Arsene's been sort of saying this week, oh, we've got to get out of this mentality of you've got to buy players. No, no, yeah. you've got to <laughs> you've, you've, get out of the mentality nobody, that you have <laughs> Nobody else That has. is one of the main things a manager does. They're only yeah. saying it to you, Arsene. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, he is saying he's going to spend some money and then saying he isn't and then saying he is. I think he's just gone mad with the pressure. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> you know, I, I love the way that, I know that Adebayor's had this sort of want away sort of moments and we all understand that but I just love the way they're making Arsenal making no bones about saying that play their best players are their biggest rivals I mean some club clubs would be okay we understand he's got to go but he's not going to City because there's yeah. a good chance they'll finish above us next yeah, season yeah, yeah. that's ridiculous yeah. so I, 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 I think it's strange but uh, they, they probably will replace he's got a plan up his sleeve and he's well, going to yeah, say maybe Hunter but I mean let's not forget um Arshadin, which a lot of people seem to have done he's made he made such a big impact when he came in and obviously he's going to be the focal point I think so I think we'll I think Wenger I think he's got a plan B up his sleeve and he's going to think finish he's gonna, fourth he's going to say I'm going to sell you our best players and we're still going to finish higher than you yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I'd love it that pick, pick, pick up the gun pick up the gun yeah well Jack Wilshere and I disagree with you yeah. oh yeah thank you Jack Wilshere he looks like he could be some player he, he does he looks he reminds me of a young Joe Cole because he yeah um, why not because he runs with his tongue in his cheek 
Does he? <laughs> yeah, he does that same thing Joe Cole does. Uh, apparently George, George Best used to always sing songs to himself when he was running with the ball. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he says in his autobiography. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, I tried it, don't work. When I play, <laughs> like whenever I receive the ball to football, you know, Hero by Bonnie Tyler yeah. comes on in my head. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you not I, have that though? When I play five aside, I always think in my head. That I, I always have a, uh, it's usually something mental like that I don't even like, like fat boy slimmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it gets yeah. stuck in what, your head. Yeah, what quite often happens to me is I'll go in with like the music from the Champions League, then concede a goal and get fog on the tiny is all mine, all <laughs> yeah. mine. Fog on the tiny is all mine, and it will just seem Come ridiculous on. from then on. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> that's, that's what Gaza did. Of course, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, City also did a, a, another funny little thing with their <laughs> Welcome to Manchester poster with Carlos Tevez on the front yeah. and he's on a sky blue. And Mark Hughes admitted that they were just trying to antagonise Man United. It seemed to work because per Ferguson was commenting on it and said, well, they're just a small club with a small mentality. He has uh, said the same thing about Everton last season, he did. didn't he? Yeah. Ferguson yeah. came out and criticised him for it. So <laughs> It's almost like he's being hypocritical. I, I quite like Ferguson as he's getting a bit older. He's getting a bit antagonistic. You know the word I Antagonistic. mean. Antagonistic. No, old and cantankerous. Yeah, yeah. There <laughs> we go. We got there in the end. But I, th I think that, sh that surely the fact that Ferguson is talking about Man City a lot more means he automatically sees mm. him as a threat. Is that fair? It's, it's his mind games, isn't it? He's just... Kicking it all Get the mind games imagine. in early. A while ago, yeah. though, he wouldn't even bother talking about him, would he? He wouldn't even bother mentioning him, man. No, exactly. He's been talking about him too much. It's, al it's, right. it's always been quite a strange rivalry, isn't he? Hasn't it? Because it's not really been. Well, he's contesting he's, any sort of silverware. Well, he's very yeah. much putting them down because of this whole money thing. He did the mm. same with Chelsea, and it was quite funny actually because he said, "Well, Chelsea just trying to buy the Premier League and so on. It's they're all about money." And uh, and and Jose Mourinho replied, he said, "Well, I know exactly what he what he's talking about. When w uh, Porto knocked Manchester United out of the Champions League, when I was in charge, our squad was worth about an eighth of what theirs yeah. was. So I agree with him. You know, you yeah. can't win everything with money or something like that. <laughs> I, mean, I think Ferguson, good old Jose, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. I guess Hughes that, is probably not as quick." I guess I guess Ferguson can't really slate Manchester as a city quite badly. Who would go to Manchester for, like, <laughs> not the money? Exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit. I, th I think Ferguson and Hughes, are, yeah, they probably get on the right. They've, they've got yeah, together. Yeah. So I'm sure it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek. But yeah. I, I think, Ferguson, there is a certain amount of how that it's almost part of the responsibility of being the United manager that he's got to say that about City. Yeah, he can't, he's not exactly going to turn around and say, oh, good luck to him, is he? So no, whatever yeah, they yeah. do. And I do think it was a bit cheeky by City, but I think that's what it's all about. I quite like Man City as a club, even though they're owned by, like, yeah. All these sort of uh, Arab billionaires and stuff. It's interesting. They're mixing it up. So what? The football league in that in this country has been about money for a long time now. Mm. So don't get hypocritical about it and say, "Oh, we're just buying their way." Everyone is. Well, they made yeah. some. They made some good signings. I mean, has Gary cooked up his game, or have they got rid of him and got someone else in? <laughs> no, Cook's still there, isn't he? Right? Is he? Yeah, but um, well, he, you know. a few players have bottled it. A few clubs have bottled it, but um, a few haven't. Obviously, Arsenal haven't bottled it because they've signed them. Everyone, but I, I like it because it's a little bit like Brewster's Millions or like uh, <laughs> or, 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 or Roy, whatever his name is. What the, a the, film Brewster's the, Millions is! Uh, it, 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 it's just like the working class sort of like, oh, what do you do if you had all that money? Like Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea are very much like people understand why you buy sort of uh, Chelsea and stuff. But I think be, why I think, you, I think yeah. they're just. I think I think with uh, Manchester City, they're just a more interesting proposition because mm. uh, Chelsea, you know, had had a rich benefactor before. Yeah. So I suppose mm. that sort of animosity towards them is always there, sort of inherently. But yeah, yeah. City's an interesting one because they have been, they've been in the shadow of Man United for such a long time. And right. It is such a long, horrible yeah. black shadow. Another mm. thing to be thankful for about Man City is it's really pissing Harry Redknapp off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all agree that's a good thing. Or you just can't compete these days. You can't compete. <laughs> How much money has he spent? In the yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, he could accommodate Ibrahimovic here, I reckon. Yeah, you know what I mean, so. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah. he can't accommodate Darren Bent. No. Mm. And uh, and as, as I'm sure a lot of people are aware, Darren Bent um, 
he was angry. He did what he had to do. He expressed his anger on Twitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know it's serious. <laughs> Anything, Darren, just not the Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, David Cameron probably called him a twat for that. Oh, I don't know. Political. Poli- political, yeah. indeed. Everything on this show. More than one string to our bow. Um, indeed. So, uh, he said in his Twitter account, in case anybody missed it, it says, uh, seriously getting pissed off now. Follow- <laughs> and it, that was followed by, why can't anything be simple? It's so frustrating hang around, hanging around doing jack shit. Do I <laughs> I want to go to Hull City. No! Do I want to go to Stoke? No! <laughs> do I want to go to Sunderland? Yes! Stop effing around, Levy! Levy! Su- Levy! Sunder- yeah, Sunderland, are n- <laughs> I can mispronounce his name. Um, <laughs> Sunderland are not the problem in the slightest. <laughs> not in the slightest. Sunderland are doing all they can. Kept it under 40 <laughs> characters. Good. Sun- <laughs> so, Sun- Sunderland, Sunderland are trying to keep it simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Roy Keane tried to teach him that. And so... Um, he was absolutely rinsed by reading that last season, wasn't he, Ben? Yeah, he I, was, feel, yeah. I do feel I a bit sorry it, for him. Because he's, he's become sort of a figure of fun, and I think he's a lot better than people give him credit for. Yeah. He, he scored goals when he gets games. Yeah. I just, I just like the fact that he said uh, it's so frustrating hanging around doing jack shit. It's the cloth season. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no be matches going on. <laughs> yeah, very true. I, I think that he um, he was signed by Comedy, wasn't he? Probably wasn't wanted and then yeah. when Redknapp came in he clearly, Redknapp made it clearly wasn't wanted again so he's been a bit unlucky and like Jameson yeah. he's always scored. Mm. Well yeah I think um, I mean it looks like he's, he's pretty much at Sunderland now. Um, He's having a medical, isn't he? And we wish him all the best. Mm. <laughs> but update us how you're getting on, Darren. <laughs> <or> you <laughs> just... <laughs> Stephen Gerrard has got away um, with murder. No, not murder. <laughs> uh, he's got away with it. Yeah, mm. he acquitted. Does give the does give sort of the message that if you think someone's going to hit you, <laughs> you can do whatever you want with no consequences. <laughs> if you're a footballer, I I saw that he got off uh, with this on uh, on ITV News, right? And mm. um, the 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 uh, anchorman said um, today, Stephen Gerrard and Amy Winehouse have been cleared of punching members of the public. It made it sound like they were together. <laughs> yeah, they've sort of gone out back to back, just smacking everyone. <laughs> they mixed saw. doubles tag team, like yeah. some sort of really bad like version of Butch Cassidy in the Sundance. <laughs> Terrible version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, one could even say a woeful version. But Scouse, in... Cassidy and the Winehouse kid. <sighs> or something. Bloody Nora. Cut that out. There's, a, fo- there's a Photoshop in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll find it, Pete. <laughs> Zlatan Ibrahimovic is now at Barcelona, for sure. Um, <laughs> I, I'm happy about that. I know we said last time that it was perhaps a better deal for, for Inter um, with regards to a Samueletto and a loss of Euros. Mm. Um, but Ibrahimovic, I'm, he's one of the good guys in my yeah. eyes. And obviously, Barca are a great club. It's, just, it's good to see him there. Yeah, well, let's, let's not forget they are getting a great player in return. They signed uh, Carison as well, haven't they, from, from Brazil and uh, Maxwell. So they've strengthened really well. well the, the, yeah, the, the, the lad from Brazil, Ibrahimovic, uh, he was talking to him because he's been loaned out to Benfica. Um, Benfica, thank yeah. you. And uh, he was talking to Ibrahimovic in. In, they were staying in the same hotel, and Ibrahimovic said, "Well, I'll, I'll look forward to teaming up with you in a year's time." Kind oh of thing. yeah, that was a nice little is touch. It, is it Kerrison young... or Carison? I'm not sure. I, I thought it was Kerrison. It doesn't matter. But he, he's he, a young lad. I think he's 20. He's got some potential. Oh, he's right, he's, yeah, he's scored a lot of goals in Brazil. Yeah, he's, One he's, thing we didn't mention with the Ibrahimovic and Eto deal was the length, length of contracts and stuff like that. So that it was slightly skewed because of that thing. But yeah. The good thing I, I think about Ibrahimovic is that he had an opportunity at a truly big club uh, on in the Champions League at Juve, yeah. where they had a realistic squad in terms of they could actually mm. do something and he was poor and he wasn't really he never really um, 
But they really sort of did much there. I don't know yeah. they knew how to use him. He was used as a target man. He was farmed out on the wing. And then when they got the uh, Calciopoli scandal and he refused to get him back into Serie A, he sort of left under a cloud. So mm. he is sort of, in, in some ways, getting another crack at the whip, really. Mm. Yeah. And, 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 and Guardiola knows he's got to freshen things up. I mean, he can't, he can't keep the same squad as he kept Well, we talked year. about Eto before having yeah. to move on, really. So they will change things around, and, and it'll be interesting to see what formation they go with, yeah. whether they stick with the old traditional Barca 4-3-3. Well, we were like. talking about this because if he's... They've kind of signed him. They've obviously taken Eto out of that, who was the, um, the, the front man there, and, and Henri and Messi are, are more the wingers. I know they interchange, but mm. if we're talking on a, sort of a general level, that would be it. Ibrahimovic is not really... a your, your traditional shoulder of the last man type of striker. No. He often mm. comes quite deep and so on. So, as you say, look, it'd be interesting to see what kind of formation they kind of mix up there. Well, he's, he's very, very good with the ball at his feet in tight spaces, which makes you think yeah. he can probably link mm. very well with Xavi Iniesta. Well, that's right, yeah. And, and he did say, he was at pains to say, one of the first things that he, he came up with at the press conference was, I am not Samueletto. I'm mm. wearing his shirt. I'm yeah. coming as a swap deal. I'm sure he's going to have his own name on the back. Oh, yeah, but it's You'd the same number. So, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, I would have thought it would just be confusing. But, yeah. but it would be brilliant to see what happens. I mean, Barcelona are looking, obviously looking to defend their um, to defend their, their European Champions League trophy, so they'll, they'll, they'll have to mix it up and, and freshen things around because mm. you can't... Whatever happens, like I said, you won't be able to keep the same personnel. And Eto, I think... Um, I know this has been denied and other people don't necessarily agree with me, but Eto was always going to leave at the end of the season. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a sort of a little yeah. bit of a mirror of the Xavi Alonso situation at Liverpool. Mm. He looks like he may leave now because players don't forget. It's Flamini as, as well. There you go. Uh, also, just to say that Kleb, I think he's going to be um, going to Stuttgart instead yeah. of Inter. Wasn't he at Stuttgart before? Like? Yes, he was. He was yeah, Arsenal, signed Arsenal, him, Arsenal signed him yeah. from there. Yeah. Uh, Oberfemi Martins looks as though he's on his way to Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg yeah, mm. they've always been a big fan of him, but he's always been a very vocal uh, uh, dissenter of the team and the league, the Bundesliga in general, <laughs> to be fair. But now mm. suddenly now he's, he's come round. <laughs> Champions yeah. League football, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> hey, come honest. on, Martins, you're not getting any younger. It's the first time uh, he's had Champions League football. Well, he is, actually. Nine million's pretty good for Martins in Newcastle. He's a good player. player he is a good player, yeah. He went, if he can stay fit, he's an excellent player. Uh, he, he's strong, he can hit the ball like a shit. And, uh, <laughs> he's and, so, he, uh, we said like a few, uh, last season, he almost shoots before he's got the ball. Yeah. Yeah. He shoots so quickly. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, got a mean mate. celebration it's, as well. It's yeah. like a, watching a horse. It's weird, just the power of him. <laughs> yeah, and he's, yeah he's, he's absolutely rapid as well. Mm. Now, I think, and, and you know, and Wolfsburg... Uh, Want to strengthen? They get they get they've challenged in the Champions League uh, next season. So that's that's awesome. Good luck to them. That's what I Definitely. say. They've mm. already got two. I mean, Zeko and Graffiti up front. Mm. They were the most prolific uh, partnership in European yeah. football last season. Like. I mean, Graffiti mm. scored that incredible YouTube goal. Yeah, didn't he, oh, so oh, everyone right. in, under the yeah. sun wanted to sign him on, to, yeah, on top of that. Right. But yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do in the Champions League. Absolutely. Speaking of YouTube, I've just spent all week in my pants watching Ibrahimovic uh, goals on YouTube. The Ajax but one. I think I've seen the Ajax one. That's unbelievable. Was that a free kick for Inter? Was it? Yeah, God. I think it went officially 187,000 miles an hour. I think that I've seen them all. Because he beat my record. Ten more. <laughs> <laughs> because the one he scored at Ajax, which I remember at the time, was is unbelievably Just ridiculous. Good. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who were they playing at that time. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be weird. Albion. Yeah. <laughs> Messi and Ibrahimovic are going to look like the bass player and a guitarist from like a, a secondary school like grunge band. They, they do. Are, they as do. Well. Yeah. yeah, they, they do. are. It's the most unlikely brilliant forward line you're going to get. <laughs> it's very true, James. Oh, Messi and Ibrahimovic, some of their link-up playing. I'm just going to ponder on that for a moment. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
probably yeah, they probably sound like Silverchair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably get me in as a lead singer. <laughs> yeah. Going nowhere. <laughs> Barcelona were involved in a friendly the other day, and David Beckham scored a bloody free kick. D Beck. <sighs> what a peach it was. I haven't seen it. it was a Classic Beckham, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of Barry Davis there. <laughs> Classic Beckham against oh, Greece. Oh, David Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. was, was he getting booed again? And then he when got, he scored, they all went, You're Jay! Repent! Repent! Oh, he has scored. Is <laughs> evil something? Oh. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is difficult. I mean, imagine booing really seriously, probably one of the best players in the league. Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna do Silly. good things for you. Beckham's yeah. been one of those players that always rises to stuff like that. Isn't yeah. he? You know, like <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo's such a pantomime villain that yeah. when he gets booed, he gets better. Mm. Yeah. So Beckham's got something like, about an anti- him like that. Anti-hero well. about him. Well, yeah. anti-hero is exactly yeah. the term I'd used, Luke. Thanks, Marcus. Thanks for the endorsement. <laughs> um, but Barcelona did win. Barcelona did win two one. Well done to them uh, and to Bex. But um, yeah, he's, uh, Beckham said, you know, ninety five, ninety seven percent of the fans have been great. Oh, so, specific. Yeah, I'd, I wouldn't. I'd probably say about eighty nine, ninety one percent. He keeps on it like his last. His last uh, rant at the crowd was going. Uh, they said. Uh, they say something about my, uh, my my wife that I haven't heard in about ten years. It's like retro insults. Was he sharing <laughs> original <laughs> material, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting all, all misty eye. <laughs> oh, it's like right back to the summer of ninety eight. Whatever yeah. it was. Oasis, Nebworth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Adrian Mutu. Um, He's had a bad week. <laughs> Fair to say. I, uh, I couldn't agree but more. What a brilliant Saturday night. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, it's enough to drive a man to drugs. Isn't it? It's enough to drive a man to cocaine. Uh, oh. You've said it. Yeah. Um, and he did it. Uh, <laughs> he's got to pay Chelsea 14.65 or 14.7. It doesn't matter when you get into the yeah. decimal point. No. Uh, if, uh, over £14 million pounds in damages oh because days. he was uh, fired by Chelsea for testing Will he positive. ever make that as a footballer? Is this no. going to be like one of those crippling debt repayments? I'll tell you something, <laughs> yeah. he might become... Is he going to have to consolidate all of his debts into one unmanageable hellish <laughs> payment? Hello? From the old adverts on the telly? I don't know, he got an email from a Nigerian businessman who said he could help him out. <laughs> <laughs> God, imagine being a millionaire footballer and fucking it up to that yeah. degree that you were skinned <laughs> at the end of it. Nothing can stop me now. Uh, the fine was based on um, lost earnings... Um, and was calculated on the length of time, obviously, his contract uh, had left to run and was the highest... It's the highest fine ever handed down by FIFA. I would have thought by a long way, mm. I'd imagine. They, they're they taking the... Chelsea are absolutely <laughs> taking the piss there. I, I hate to get on the back of, of Chelsea <laughs> again. Absolutely But they do invite it. They, yeah. I, don't mean, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but... Yeah. They, wa- they wanted rid of him. If you remember, yeah, yeah, they they ha- Mourinho wasn't happy of him. He didn't want him. Didn't like his party lifestyle. That sort of stuff. He wanted rid of him. They sat. They yeah, all they, all yeah. had to do, right? And I know. I know all this <laughs> stuff about how he's got to set an example. That sort of stuff. Yeah. But all that has never do, crossed anybody. No, exactly. <laughs> it's not as everyone else is like a saint. All he's got to do is serve his seven month ban or whatever it was, and yeah. they just sell him. Yeah. Just sell him. Yeah. They haven't got a ruin. You know, he's made a mistake, and so, I'm not defending him, but it's, it's just terrible. So, the, uh, obviously, this is a ban handed down by FIFA, which yeah. obviously yeah. Chelsea... Yeah, but with Chelsea's had. evidence. Um, how, much did, how much did the Spanish FA find for the racism say, thing? Yeah, this does prove that taking cocaine uh, is a hundred billion million <laughs> gazillion times worse than being racist. Or having an unsafe stadium, which kid could kill hundreds of people. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but Chelsea, um, Chelsea profoundly said it is a very significant decision for football. No, it isn't. It's a very significant 
decision for you. Yeah, yeah. Right? Pr- and no partic- one else. No, I don't know. It's a particularly significant decision for Adrian Mutu. Yeah. Richard Scudamore has issued a warning. <laughs> um, and when he talks... <laughs> some decree. We all listen. <laughs> um, I imagine think... just a big horn sounds before he says things. Scooter. This is the 39th time I'm saying this. Um, he said that he's warning with teams um, over mid-season friendlies. Um, he said, uh, for example, Man United are playing an exhibition match in Abu Dhabi. Um, in Abu Dhabi? How does he feel about that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is this like inner space? I think so. <laughs> They're playing a game in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> sounds, a, sounds like a gay porno. All right, I made a mistake. <laughs> all right. They're playing an exhibition match abroad. And uh, it was, and he's saying it's going to be uh, nearly impossible to do all this kind of stuff unless you maybe don't participate in the FA Cup. Why yeah. is he piped up about this? Because he's not getting anything from it. Yeah, James. yeah. I love the way how like Manchester United, in the middle of last season, go to Saudi Arabia, <laughs> play a mid-season friendly, and all pose with ceremonial swords for photo shoots when hundreds of people are beheaded every year in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And no one says a word. That's football. <laughs> no one even sort of has any sort of moral outrage about it. Yeah. No one. Scudamore's not bothered about that. But as soon as they go and tempt, sort of insist they're going to go away and play something that hasn't got any benefit to him and his sort of organisation, he's piping up. Yeah. It's <laughs> unbelievable. He's looking out for the, the kids. It's staggering hypocrisy <laughs> when you think of the whole concept of the 39th game as well. Yeah, I know, yeah. You're a twat. Excuse <laughs> <me>. <laughs> All right. You even look simple. like a twat as well. Yeah. Exeter City fans have um, been doing some good deeds for their club. They've just helped sign striker James Norwood after pledging to pay his wages. Should get Mutu. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, How much have you got? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's a 19-year-old former England schoolboy um, player. He's been on trial with them and uh, was officially... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a branch of the Exeter City Supporters Trust uh, created a fund with the specific intention of signing players. Um, And members of the 19-31 fund will pay £19 per month towards the cost of his wages. So they obviously want this player pretty badly. But the uh, the Exeter City uh, Supporters Trust has been the club's majority shareholder for the past six years. I like that. The the, mm. the supporters have been the majority shareholder. It's, it's a very continental. It's a lot. Uh, we go from you know we we talk about the likes of uh, Adrian Mutu getting fined that amount of money, Scudamore being a terrible bloke, and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. Manchester City, there they are, Exeter City, doing yeah. it for the for the people. Doing it because they love it. Yeah. Doing it for James Norwood. Yeah. Well, I hope he can repay them. There's a lot of pressure on him. Mm. <laughs> yes, Some true. record he's got, though, isn't is, it? Yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. He scored 96 goals in 54 games for for both Eastbourne and uh, England schools. It's like your six-a-side record for us, Mark. <laughs> yeah. 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 But imagine how... I mean, I do feel sorry for him in a way, because he's literally going to be yeah. playing in front of people who are paying him. <laughs> oh, yes, it's costing me 19 quid Wait, this month. I pay your wages! Yeah, yeah. yeah right? <laughs> The kids are stuck. My own child is starving. Yeah. <laughs> they have checks that he isn't a five-a-side player, yeah, right? Yeah, hopefully he's <laughs> so, not. We should, yeah. keep, we should keep updated about the season, see how he's getting on. I think so. Mm. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, we had a five, six-a-side yeah. game recently against a, a lovely band of merry listeners, and uh, we won 13-3. Well, that did actually happen as well. I know we keep coming back and saying we keep winning, but we do actually keep winning. <laughs> the thing I is that actually, we... lads, we, we could actually do that. Couldn't <laughs> yeah, we? Yeah. yeah. Why are we, we even got, making the well, effort? Why yeah. are we bothering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I scored 16. But, uh, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't even there and I got a hat trick. Yeah. It's very true. <laughs> no, I, it's, we're not actually that good. We sound big time, but 
Our we did win. Maybe we pick our battles, Marcus. Yeah, yeah we can only beat what's what we put in front of us. No, we had a good. <laughs> we had a good. I mean, no, no, it's good, good, good night. It's, it was a good game. We it was played, a good night. We, pl- we played it in the right spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for to fitnessbox.co.uk for the for the tops and once the bottoms. Again, once again, actually, a listener wrote again. into me and said they they went and bought their kits from that place now because of us. So yeah, hey, yeah that's awesome. Um, but yeah, thanks to um, Ross and Owen. And the other guys, I asked Ross to email me their names, but he didn't, so apologies. But, um, <laughs> well, let's make some up. The keeper was very good. What was his The keeper name? was magnificent, Pete, wasn't he? Was, he? he was... Yeah. Well, he got one. He must have been brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Emails! By standard. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. Sorry about that. That's go fine. On. Go on, Jimbo. Hang okay. on, hang on. We've got some emails. Jimbo's going to start. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, Ramblers, that's the right. email, I'm not just hey. talking to you lot. After discovering your podcast one bored out college, top entertainment, by the way, lads, thank you, Cheers. I decided to pay your website a visit, and to my amusement, realised that Marcus, in his picture on the site, looks like a cross between Owen Hargreaves and Peter Andre. Owen Am Hargreaves. I alone in this thought? Yeah. That's from yeah. Liam. Well, we've thank all, you, Liam. We've always gone for Paul Pesci Salido, <laughs> for our older <laughs> listeners. But I can see Owen Hargreaves, definitely. Mm, I yeah. think a little bit of Peter Andre. No, that's not true. I, uh, <laughs> I, um... I think maybe in that photo he might have a point, but that's yeah, not... Yeah, yeah, Peter, th- you do look a bit, like, kind of... But throughout sprinty. life, I don't look like anything like Peter Andre. In that the photo, you look a bit smarmy, don't you? I, your girlfriend's a reach slot, yeah? Oh. oh! Don't have one, so the joke's on you. Yeah. Damn it! Mm, what, my girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Swine. I've got one here. Um, dear Ramble Force. Hello. What are your thoughts on Andrea Pirlo, and how do you guys think he'll do in the Premiership, assuming he joins Chelsea? I'm a massive admirer, and I think he's a fantastic player with more than enough ability to make a mockery of the Premier League's defences. <laughs> Cheers, David Schiavone, Edinburgh. Mm. <laughs> Cheers, Andrea Pelio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Chelsea have offered 6.5 million, haven't they? At the, How old at is the he? Time 30, of recording. Like 30. 30. Yeah, yeah. He wants, he wants to go, I think, because Ancelotti's gone and Kakar's gone and that sort of stuff. Oh, he could be a fantastic addition. I mean, oh, he's but, a great player. Mm. At uh, 32, sort of coming over here. There's no he's guarantee 30. that'd work. He's 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, be, it, it, be, mm. I, I don't know. I think the jury would be out on Perlo for me. He's a great player, but it, I think it'd be hard at that age to adapt to a different league. I mean, when you've got, oh, you, you're right. you've got to remember they've got a lot of good central midfielders, you know. And, and will he do the same kind of job that Essien might do? I know he yeah. do, he's a different type of player. I think he probably. I think Balak would be the player with his position most under yeah. threat. If yeah, yeah. In. And he's injured as well, Balak. I, I think it, it all comes down to like we were talking about Ibra. But Deco's still there. Yeah. It all comes down to formation, doesn't it? If Ancelotti yes. wants to implement the formation he had at Milan, at Chelsea, then Pirlo would obviously slot in. Yeah. Whether he can play true. against Premier League teams, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, different. I'm not true. saying it's better, but it's he is going for the diamond, though, isn't he? They played that against well, Reading and they, yeah. got, and, they, and they only just drew 2 all. It seemed to serve them quite well when they were on the tour and stuff, but yeah. I think he's very committed to this diamond formation. I'd, like to, see him. I'd like to see him at the league. I'd like to see him back yeah, in the Premier League. I think he'd be not back in the Premier League because he's never been there, but I'd like to see him in the Premier League. Yeah, I would as well. I think he's a magnificent footballer. I've followed him since his early days at Brescia. <laughs> that That's happen. not true, but I know he started. It, so I, tried, I tried to sound it. Back in pressure. <laughs> oh, good. Pete, you've got an, uh, an email. Uh, Tom Mortimer got in touch on my Facebook. Didn't even bother with the podcast. He email. thinks he's Rod Stewart. He's gone mental. <laughs> he he thinks you could just email Pete and not tell us. <laughs> well, he knew it would get on the podcast because he yeah. I am a, a diligent follower of my own Facebook. Yeah, um, <laughs> Rod Stewart. We were talking about uh, we talked about a couple of players that uh, were playing abroad. Uh, English players playing abroad last week. Matt Darby, he says, one of them. Darby, Darby Pops, and he said, uh, <laughs> "Hey, another English player has moved." Moved on to Ply's trade abroad is young Tony Stokes from West Ham, who has moved to Ujpest in Budapest, 
Hungary. <laughs> is that permanent, or do we not know? I believe it's a loan, I think, for a, for a year. All right. Budapest, a bloody lovely city. I tell you, it's actually two cities, separated by a river, but it's a nice place right, to be. He I've said, been there. Uh, he, was quite a promising, nice. he was quite a promising youngster, but sort of fell away from the limelight, and he didn't really live up to the expectations. He might turn out to be quite a good player. He's only 22. Look out for him in the future. Cheers, Tom Mortimer. Well done, Tom. Mm, thank, thank you, Tom Mortimer. I know how to say um, butthead in Hungarian. Go on. Shaq Fey. Shakfe. Could yeah. be anything. Any Hungarians, let no, us know if that's true. Yeah. 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 All right, and here's another one. All right. This is a good one, this. Okay, Luke's got one, everybody. Hi, Ramblers. Just listening to the podcast and would like to say now that Newcastle have lost 6 1 to Leighton Orient, does Pete still consider their new yellow shirt lucky? By, from <laughs> Sam Morgan. That's a zinger burger in your yeah. face! Oh, did, <laughs> didn't, didn't, we, Pete? didn't we deal with this last week? <laughs> no. All right, well, I'll deal with it here. Up yours, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, funny stories. It's the moose roundup. Oh! <laughs> Hit me! Have some of that. Oh. That was off the cuff as well. <laughs> um, off the cow cuff. I wish, <laughs> wish you wouldn't write things on that cuff. Don't Shall you? I go first? Please do. Kenny Douglas, this one's about. Mm -hmm. It's titled Kenny Douglas, so yep. I presume it's about that. Good one. Merseyside Police have launched an investigation after a live hand grenade was found on Kenny Douglas's garden wall <laughs> in Southport. <laughs> the device was removed and made safe and is currently undergoing forensic examination. Why? It's a hand grenade said a four spokeswoman. The Texans believe the incident is linked to a series of other incidents in the area and not to the owner of the property where the device was found. So, sorry, are hand grenades just getting left around on <laughs> garden walls in Liverpool? Dude, have you got that hand grenade? I've left it on Ken Kenny Daglish's wall. Oh, let me have a look. I've got the pin. <laughs> <laughs> Two Liverpool men have remained in custody after being charged with conspiracy to commit murder. You will occasionally... Or knock a wall down. There. <laughs> you will occasionally see sort of like uh, hand grenades and mines being found and stuff like that. And they never go off. No. <laughs> never, ever no, go seriously. off. Never, oh, hand grenades gone off. No, never happens. No. no. Actually, I, I remember on one of uh, Danny Dyer's Deadliest Men, there I was remember a bloke this. who had a live hand grenade in his house with a pin not in Next it. Next to a photo of his children, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. Awful. <laughs> so, guy. yeah, Kenny Douglas is, is living dangerously at the moment through no fault of his own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kenny, who'd do that to Kenny Dalgleish? Hey, there's a hand grenade on my, on my wall! <laughs> what? <laughs> Hello, who is this? Who is this? There's a hand grenade Kenny, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> it's not poison. So it's like Why Kenny's is he dying halfway through? <laughs> oh, dear. There's a fucking scud in my toilet! <laughs> oh, of course there is, Kenny. Of course like there is. We'll send someone round. Oh, someone Kenny. stole on my shoes! <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like Kenny swallowed the pin. I've got one. Go right. on. This is in a similar part of the world, right? Fans of third division Tramway Rovers were bemused to find their club up for sale on popular online shopping and auction site eBay this week. I a move that. prompting an angry reaction from owner Peter Johnson, mm. right? If you haven't seen this, you're probably thinking that some hilarious prankster has put up a s satirical thing on eBay where it's like, oh, Tramway is so rubbish, they're for sale. But you'd be wrong to presume that. Johnson appointed a macro... <laughs> Johnson appointed American firm Dornosh Capital earlier this year to find a buyer for the club, but said on Friday he was shocked to discover it had been listed on the website for £6 million. This is not a second-hand bike we're selling. Johnson, well, said, open up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Johnson was quoted in the Daily Mail on Friday. Um, an official statement on the club's website said Johnson has told Dornosh to withdraw the advert immediately. <laughs> Mr Johnson was very disappointed to discover that Dornosh Capital had chosen eBay.com as a route to find a potential buyer and would not have given them permission to do so if he had been asked. The statement said... Mike Ashley will be thinking about that next, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where have they, they gone now? Car boot sale? <laughs> <laughs> they go and buy it now. Buy it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I just like I just like the fact that I mean you wouldn't buy something for over twenty pounds uh, off eBay from someone who only has like a seller rating of like one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. zero. Yeah. So how many clubs have you sold in the past? Why, yeah. would you, why would you be looking for a football club on eBay? Yeah. <laughs> you I never know what you can pick up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true, James. It's very true. I just like the idea of like that guy's like record on eBay, like mower, electric mower, microwave, <laughs> Tramir Rovis. <laughs> I just love it. The, the, the owner, Peter Johnson, didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Was he looking for football clubs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, how did he find out? Yeah, I'm looking to buy another one. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> M- maybe Ali Dia is uh, actually the bloke in charge. <laughs> yeah, so I could sell your club. <laughs> I just don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time, and uh, we thought it would be fitting, um, and I think a lot of you did as well from from the emails that we've been receiving, to put in um, an absolutely magnificent man, Sir Bobby Robson. And rightly so, I think. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I mean, he would have... Uh, he would have been anyway at some stage. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's it's fitting to put him in now. So, um... Here he is. Here, here we go. Born 18th of February, 1933. Uh, he started his playing career... Uh, well, he started playing, sorry, for Langley Park Juniors when he was a boy. And a few years later, in May 1950, Bill Dodgin, the Fulham manager, made a personal visit to the uh, Robson household to offer Bobby a professional contract. Um, he was offered a contract also by nearby Middlesbrough, but uh, the, the offer from Fulham was very attractive, and so he f- signed for Fulham and moved down to London, which was a massive move back in those days. Mm. Did um, they say it's the, it's the only time his dad's ever been disappointed in not signing for Newcastle? Well... It, they, it, made it, they made it interest, didn't they? Yeah, they was, he said um, the reason why he opted to join Fulham, um, he said that Newcastle made no appreciable offer to secure his signature. Um, so, he, so he moved to London and he was playing as a wing half or an inside forward. Mm. Obviously, di- slightly different positions back in those days. Um, it's quite, although he had signed professionally for Fulham, his father insisted that he continue to work as an electrician. How <laughs> <laughs> um, times have radically changed. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, he spent the day working at the. Uh, it was the site at the Festival of Britain, which is uh, a national, which was a national um, exhibition. Uh, the site, and he trained three nights a week at Fulham. Can, we, can you imagine just training three nights a week? Yeah. <laughs> Pressure. That kind of last. Tra- even training at night is unusual. Yeah, exactly. For, for those players, yeah. I suppose mm. so. So um, eventually, as um, as time went on, he had to give up his uh, trade for full-time football, but I'm sure uh, he did that quite willingly. Uh, he made his debut for Fulham in 1950. Um, they were recently promoted to the first division. He regarded Fulham as a nice social club, but uh, never a serious championship-challenging club. Mm. Uh, they were relegated from the top flight in the 51-52 season, and uh, four years later he signed for West Bromwich Albion in uh, March uh, 1956 for a transfer fee of £25,000, which was a club record fee for Albion at the time. Um, and also he met at uh, at Albion, uh, who was to be his future England uh, international assistant coach, Don Howe. He, lo- he said Don Howe, did he say Don Howe was the closest thing he had to a best friend or something? He had one best friend when he was young, and then yeah. after that Don Howe was his only real mm. mate or something. That's right, yeah, yeah. There were plenty of colleagues, but no real friends, he was saying. Yeah. No. In August 62, he returned to Fulham from West Bromwich Albion. His international career, he made uh, 20 appearances for England. His debut was in 1957. He was selected for the 58 World Cup squad, ahead of Nat Lofthouse and Stanley Matthews, um, and was selected for the 62 World Cup finals in Chile, but unfortunately he had an ankle injury, which um, prevented him from playing much of that tournament. But uh, we mainly know um, Sir Bobby Robson for his managerial career. And so it all started, really, uh, when he left Fulham in 67 and... uh, 
went to Canada's Vancouver Royals in the North American Soccer League. Nazzle. Um, And he was player manager there, sorry, I should have said. Um, And it was an interesting one. There was a long-distance joint ownership agreement which gave uh, Ferenc Pushkash control over the San Francisco section of the squad. That's crazy. (laughs) While Robson took care of the Vancouver side of things. Can't believe American football's never really taken off. Well, exactly. (laughs) Um, So, very strange. So, he wasn't best pleased with that. So, in uh, early 68... Uh, Fulham offered him a contract as their manager and he accepted the role there. Um, he couldn't save the, from Fulham uh, from relegation f- to the second division and he left them in November 68. He was only there about eight months, wasn't he? Yeah, he wasn't there very long, but then he moved to Ipswich Town in 1969 and this is really when his, his mm. managerial career really started to happen. He was there, um, as I say, in 1969 and he, this is where he really established his reputation as a very successful manager. He was in charge at Ipswich for 13 years and during that time they, they twice finished as league runners-up, made regular appearance in, appearances in European competition. They won the UEFA Cup in yeah, 1981. For Ipswich I mean, Town, that's incredible. But in 1981, the UEFA Cup wasn't the tin pot it is now. Not no, at no, all. It was no, a no. big achievement. Not at all. That's the only other European trophy as well, isn't that's it? That's right, yeah. Well, we're talking about Ipswich Town. Well, yeah, yeah, it, 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 I mean, he almost... It's, it, we talk about Brian Clough. He's almost done a Brian Clough job with yeah, Ipswich Town there. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. quite to the dizzy heights yeah. of what, what Clough achieved with the other sides, but you know what I mean. It's comparable. Um, and he only bought in... Uh, uh, sorry, he only brought in 14 players from other clubs. He relied instead uh, on, on developing Ipswich uh, young players, which, again, is just a wonderful thing. Um, and in 2002, a life-size statue of Robson um, was unveiled uh, opposite the cobbled stand of Ipswich Town's uh, Portman Road. And it's a really nice statue as well. Have you seen a, a picture yeah, of it? Yeah, it's waving, isn't it? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- really nice indeed. So, um, then, on July the 7th, 1982, two days after England were knocked out of the 1982 World Cup, he succeeded Ron Greenwood as coach of the English national football team. And again, this is where he's really coming into the forefront of our minds, I'm sure. I think people of our age, he, he, this is yeah. sort of when you first became aware of football and mm. conscious of, of, of what it was like and how much you liked it, Robson was, a, was the manager of England, so you yeah. always, I personally and people That's of right. my age probably associate him with the England job. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, completely. Um, his, uh, he, there was a bit of controversy um, when he first took charge. He dropped Kevin Keegan. Oh, yeah, And there was that whole thing, and and that didn't go down well. Newcastle fans were a bit naughty, weren't they, Pete? Mm. We're not going to hold you personally responsible. (laughs) Well, yeah, Pete was quite young at the time. I was quite young, yes. (laughs) Um, But he didn't start off brilliantly. They actually um, failed to qualify for the 1984 European Championships, and he he offered to resign. Um, Perhaps some say to maybe let Brian Clough have the job, but his offer of resignation was rejected by the FA. So he then led England to the 1986 World they Cup. They really finals. hated Brian Clough. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, yeah, exactly. I think it's worth noting, though, actually, before yeah. we skip on to 86, if you don't mind, is yeah. that uh, what's often overlooked is he was in charge when England beat Brazil in the Maracana Stadium. Oh, when John Barnes. In the summer of 84. With, um, John Barnes scored. Barnes, that was his uh, debut? Was yeah, it, it was. Barnes, uh, Barnes scored a great goal. Well, it's yeah. Barnes, Chamberlain, and Hately. I think at least a couple of those players were untested. I know it was a friendly, but England had some horrible results, like you say, not mm. qualifying for that. But they were, they were a good side. That, that was a cracking result. Any that. win in yeah. Brazil's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, good point, Luke. Well done. Um, I'm glad you turned up now. Um, <laughs> in, yeah, so, 1986 World Cup finals, he took them there. England started very slowly. But um, people forget about Mark Haley, because Mark Haley was a great striker. Mm. Um, and he 
he played him up front with Lineker, which is quite, which is quite surprising, really. Two because, target men, really. Yeah, yeah. because you, but you, you think of Lineker and Beardsley. Yeah, but he yeah. made that swap in that tournament, and suddenly they, they found a bit of momentum. Unfortunately, of course, they went out to Argentina. Um, well, that was when they went out to Argentina, that was when Robertson's sort of reputation for being like actually a good bloke. Yeah. Was, was sort of started to be fostered because mm. didn't he say oh, it wasn't the hand of God yeah. it was the hand of a rascal yeah, right. yeah. he sort of played it off as like you know yeah. he's not going to be because you can imagine some managers would be absolutely spitting feathers about that wouldn't they well yeah. he did say God has nothing to do with it that day Maradona was diminished in my eyes forever even that's respectful though. yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. but you can't I mean yeah the frustration he must have felt yeah. that day oh was, yeah it was just unbelievable but um, it, then uh, came the 1988 European Championships England only dropped one point on their way um, to that tournament but uh, that, that, that tournament didn't go so well they, for England. The group, they, they finished yeah. bottom of the group um, and he was given a lot of stick by the British press after that and uh, they were suggesting was he fit for the job and all that kind of he stuff. He was treated abysmally, absolutely mm. abysmally. Yeah, well, he... T- I mean, well, I mean, this know, is... England managers are, though, No, aren't true, yeah. But, true. but, I mean, to the point of they, they drew a friendly um, against Saudi Arabia and they were running... I mean, I, this wouldn't be allowed nowadays, but they were running headlines... Things like in the name of Allah, go yeah, uh, yeah, to Robson, yeah. which is an absolute disgrace. Well, it got worse than that, I think, because just before they went away to World Cup ninety, yeah. he'd agreed to, they were going to terminate his contract, and that was their decision, not his. Well, he well just to, to, to note that he actually offered again to right. resign um, when all this was going on, but again it was rejected. So, so what happened was with the World Cup nineties, they agreed that his, they were terminating his contract. It wasn't his decision. So then he went out and did the decent thing and secured himself a job at PSV Eindhoven for, mm. after the tournament. He's got to work, you know. Yeah, of course, yeah. and, th- and th- they were running stories. And traitor, uh, yeah. robs themselves yeah. in the river and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely sickening. I know, and and it was such a shame because after England's performance in the 1990 World Cup, and to be the only manager to um, to take England to semi final overseas, you know, it was just like, oh, does he have to go? His record is only second to Ramsey. That's mm. right. So, that's right. And and the England were close to winning. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a. You know, well, and also, it's worth noting that they qualified for Italian ninety without conceding a goal. <laughs> And Which just, I know the, the the qualifying campaigns weren't as contested as yeah, they yeah, are yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. but still, you know they that, could have got to the. I mean, it was it was almost a lottery whether they got yeah. to the final or not. And if they got to the final, Argentina, who were a big physical team, they yeah. weren't the team. Yeah, they weren't the eighty six well, team. I mean, you can no. speculate. To it's the true. They weren't the eighty six team. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they, they did. They, they topped the, gra- the, the group in the first round, and and, and the, but again, Brian Robson, his captain, had to go home again. He was injured. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I think dear. people forget quite how good Brian Robson was yeah. as well. He was a magnificent player. It's, there's a funny story actually. When um, one morning at the hotel, Bobby Robson came downstairs um, for breakfast, and Brian Robson was there. And uh, Bobby Robson said to Brian Robson, "He went, uh, morning, Bobby." And Brian went, <laughs> "No, you're Bobby. I'm Brian." <laughs> 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 I, I, I genuinely think that England, because um, there was also that thing, which I mean, I was too young at the time, but it was the first tournament I was really aware of. But they were, there was a big controversy in the paper again that um, the players overruled Robson in a, in a tactical. Well, well they, they changed the formation from uh, uh, the traditional four-four-two to incorporate a sweeper. But, but Robson, always, they always said, oh, well, they, over, they overthrew Robson and they, and, they, and they went against what Bobby Robson said and they, they chose the formation themselves, which something's mm. always been denied by the players and by the managers. Yeah. Yeah. That really it was Mark from. Wright, wasn't it, the one in his sweeper, is that right? I think it probably, yeah, it would have been. I think, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. you're correct there, James, yeah. He scored as well, didn't he? Against, against um, Egypt, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but he said after England went out to Germany on penalties, he said, uh, not a, he said afterwards, not a day goes by when I don't think about the semi-final and the choices I might have made otherwise. Mm. Um, it's but, nothing you can do when it gets to know, that. Germany were a good team. Oh, to be fair, I mean Germany probably, and I know this might 
I think they were probably a better side than England actually. And they I were think, better on the day. Yeah, they? and they I had a lot more to And I think I think the, the rightful winners won. But you know, England finished. England got the semi-finals. You know, how often does that happen? Mm. Um, and also, um, in 28 qualifying matches, he only lost one. Is his whole time as England manager, yeah. But as you say, after World Cup night, he he, he went to PSV, and uh, he he said it was he described the move as a bit of a culture shock, um, but but a sense of adventure as well, massively, which is you know, which is surely what it's all about, you know, mm. moving abroad. Um, he was surprised at the, the way the Dutch did things. Um, he said, an English pro accepts the manager's decision. After every match here, the substitutes come and visit me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a problem the Dutch have always had, really, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. Um, he found Romario a very difficult player to, to handle. Who'd have thought? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, Joe. Another Hall of Famer. No, yeah. I, think you think, I think you'll find I scored three there, not one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, yeah. Um, so he, he said that he was very frustrated with the Brazilians' work ethic, but he did say in some matches he, w- he was scintillating. PSV won the Dutch league in uh, twice between 1990 and, and 1992 um, and he left the club after the 91-92 season and he moved to uh, Sporting Lisbon or Sporting Club de Portugal as the locals would say in, in July 92 and his uh, Portuguese interpreter was a certain Jose Mourinho yeah. mm. people forget that yeah. but he was there um, and uh, Robson again found that the, the culture of football there slightly differently described the president um, the club's president as a loose cannon uh, who would frequently sign players without Robson's consent does that just mean he had a name like Louis Cannon <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> very true James yeah. very true um and uh, he was sacked in December 93 with the club sitting at the top of the league table for the first time in 15 years. Mm. Um, and he immediately went to FC Porto, who were their rivals. Well, that was popular. Well, that, Rob's, they, Porto were quick to jump on uh, on the bandwagon there and, 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 and grabbed him. And Mourinho, uh, Jose Mourinho, was appointed his assistant at the club, assistant manager. Um, Robson, of course, and FC Porto went on to beat uh, Sporting in the Portuguese Cup final and uh, win successive league titles between 94 and 96. So up there's... Yeah. And he became he became known to the locals as Bobby Five O in honour of the number of matches Porto won five nil. Wow. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. and that class was not overlooked by Barcelona. So the big boys came knocking, and he was offered the job, and he took the Barcelona job in July '96, where he, he put in his contract um, one of the conditions of his employment that he, they had to take Mourinho with him. So yeah, Mourinho was there at the new camp with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the first things he did was sign Ronaldo for nineteen and a half million dollars uh, at the time. He Hell of he, a lot at the time. That. He, he oh, said, yeah. "Well, he, I've, I've seen Bobby Robson actually say he was a little bit nervous because the price started off quite a lot bit lower than that, and they yeah. kept asking for more and more and more. And Robson <laughs> was bluffing a little bit with the, with the president of Barca saying, "Yeah, he's worth it. He's worth it. He's worth it." Really? And secretly thinking, "Oh shit, I hope he's worth it." Well, he, cer- <laughs> well, he certainly was. He was yeah, influential. Yeah. Barca yeah. won the Spanish Cup, the Spanish Super Cup, and the European Cup Winners' Cup. Bring it back. But that um, season, they won three out. Of Four competitions, didn't they? They only just lost out in the Liga as well. That's right, yeah. And Robson himself was voted European Manager of the Year in 96 97. Um, and Ronaldo said about Bobby Robson, he said, um, as a trainer, without doubt, he's one of the greatest in the world. And in 97-98 season, he moved upstairs in a position um, of general manager by Barcelona, Van Hal taking the reins. He got stitched up. I don't care what anyone yeah, says, he got stitched I, up. I mean, after that one season, he's voted uh, European manager of the year. He's yeah. won a few trophies. But yeah. why, why they didn't? Why he didn't, they didn't... Keep, keep him. him. Yeah, it's, it's weird how they work sometimes. It is a funny one, but he, yeah. so he had a year as general manager, and then he moved back to uh, PSV on a short-term deal. Um, they qualified for the Champions League under him, um, finishing third. And then, of course, after all the European adventures, he returned to England to take up a position in the Footballs Association technical department um, for a short while. And then, following the resignation of Rude Hullet at Newcastle United, he got the job at St James's Park. 
Didn't he just? Didn't he, didn't he just? In his first home match, um, they beat Sheffield Wednesday 8 0. <laughs> <So laughs> yeah. It was a good start. It's not a bad start. No, yeah, no. Absolutely. Can you remember those days? Can you piece up? But I mean, yes, I can remember those days. But I, th- I, th- I think, like, sort of going back a little bit to his signings, you sort of forget who he signed. Van Nistelrooy, he wanted yeah. to ch- change uh, Malcolm McDonald from a left back to a striker. And there's a lot of, like, little signings that he did that mm. kind of, th- that might not have happened for him, mm. but. In, proven if, right, yeah. but, but a little bit later on, Terry Butcher, uh, uh, Ipswich, for example, and stuff. It's yeah, just yeah. Like, um, yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty big signings. But yeah, I mean, I do, I do remember those days, and it was kind of he played football in the right spirit, and Excellent. I think that's yeah. and I think that's right. And, and his genuine, uh, his genuine sort of. Uh, just getting upset at players that he just didn't understand what drew them to fo- well, what drew them to play football. He, he genuinely was confused at how. Dyer and Jenis and putting the sort of like the bling boys, he would genuinely find it difficult to. Yeah. He just didn't, didn't understand what, 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 people what excited them. Yeah, people who didn't have the same passion as he had, which I think he probably thought, well, this Newcastle United is everything in Newcastle, didn't mm. it? So, and there are so many people, including himself, who, mm. who love the club and yeah. who love the game. And he, I think, and rightly so, he felt a little bit. But I think I do think he still was in touch enough, certainly at the beginning at Newcastle, to, to really get on their level and talk to them and get performances out of them. His management skills have always been yeah. impressed. They finished top five all, every season. Well, he got them finishing yeah. third. Was but, yeah. I mean, this is Champions man, League. This is a man who started off as a footballer and an electrician. Yeah. And his dad was a, was a miner or something. That's so right. I, I, I think, and I sort of, it is, it is a little bit easier to get on Freddie Shepard's back coming out now and saying, oh, yeah, I, I love... Plenty of room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> True. For all four of us. He, he did sack Robson and it was a little bit of a shame, but I, I sort of think with the benefit of hindsight for Robson's health and for hmm. he sort of had to in a way I think it, uh, the, the team was a little bit stagnant I think okay. uh, the, the, he was getting into it, he was having troubles with players that he shouldn't have had tr- troubles but with I, c- I, th- I think by the end of by the end of it he'd, he'd done five years and yeah. he, he had finished fourth third and and then f- I think fourth again wasn't it yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think the, so it was kind of time for someone else. I mean, obviously, they messed it up completely. But, but what really, then. really pissed me off is they got beat 4-2 off Aston Villa, I think, at Villa Park. I think that may have been his last game in yeah, charge. I really can't remember. Was, yeah. And that little so-and-so, Craig Bellamy, on Match of the Day, going, oh, well, our tactics when we throw men for... And he was really yeah. having a dig at Robson. For, for the man mm. who took him, took him into the Premiership. Clean. Yeah, everyone, I mean, there's not... About, the thing you notice about when, when he dies, and we knew he was going to die, like he said himself, I'm, mm. I'm going to die sooner rather than later, but I've enjoyed every minute, you know, everyone's got to go sometime, and, and, and that's great, but I, I think when you actually take a moment to watch the Bobby Robson tribute programmes that are on... And the people that are on and saying how amazing he was, Ronaldo, Figo, Van Nistelrooy, yeah. Jose Mourinho. <laughs> yeah. these, these are... You, yeah. You've made it, son. These are some of the finest footballers of, the, of our generation. Yeah. And they all owe... I mean, a, a lot to him. Ronaldo sounds like a second father to him, you know? Yeah. Ronaldo's one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, 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 think, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment. There's a lot of... Uh, with, with, the, with the absolutely incredible tributes that are happening. Surprisingly, a lot at, at Newcastle. And, and he was from the area. And I think that's what he should be remembered. It's a statesman of football yeah. that happened to be from Newcastle, not yeah. necessarily yeah. a Newcastle legend. I think no, Ipswich, Newca- yeah. Ipswich fans... Would have a certain. There's a reason why yeah, there's an Ipswich absolutely. statue outside That's outside right. Portman Road. I think um, people sort of calling for the for the statue to be, or or even the ground. I think a few people have been saying to be named the Bobby Robson 
he didn't spend a lot of time at Newcastle no. United. No. I think I think all the other clubs that he, he managed might have more of a shout in that. Yeah, certainly, yeah. certainly he, he 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 was incredible at, at, at Ipswich. Yeah. And I think I think the West Brom match, our first uh, our first match away, that's going to be I think a very very poignant sort of. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think so. Match, I think so. so. I mean, it's a shame. It's a shame in a way that he, I, mean, I take what you're saying on board, and I agree with you. I, I think it's a shame for him that Newcastle got relegated in sort of his final season. Alive because he mm. would have been saddened to see them in such a state. I think. I think. I think quite a nice, quite a nice thing was the last sort of public appearance was yeah. Sunday. And he him, got to see Craig David in an English show, didn't he? Well, him, what, him watching Alan Shearer put a penalty away and smiling. That's, and that's, that's the last time you see. That's no, the last I time you see him smiling very, at a goal. Very you know fitting I mean? as well. I think also that, um, that again we talked about how great he was in, in the football. You know. Community. I mean, even outside that, he d- dedicated, uh, devoted the remaining years of his life to help fighting the disease which killed him. You know, mm. and uh, and the, the Sir Bobby Robson Foundation was was created. Um, and of course, that like the game you were saying, it was nice that it was England Germany. You know, England won. It, it, wonderful, absolutely it's, it's, wonderful. It's, it's just, it's just, it is just almost fascinating. It, it, it's. The, the, the applause that he's had this last yeah. week is almost yeah. grotesque. The amount. Yeah. There's not a single. Person who I mean they've never said it obviously, but even like the in the sort of bear pit that is the football forum and the football fans, there's not a single disparaging no, remark, no. No. not and even right, a fleck so, of it. It's mm. ridiculous. Did you see what he said when um, Capello turned up to open his cancer research centre, and uh, Capello did a little speech, uh, and Bobby Robson piped up and said, "This is only about a month ago." So pipes up and says. Uh, Oh, thanks very much, Fabio. And if you want tickets to go and see Newcastle play, I can sort you out. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. There's Great nothing stuff. for Capello. But what I, what I hope, a lot of these, a lot of these people are coming out and saying what a wonderful gentleman he was, what a, a wonderful man he was, as well as a great footballing guy and so on. I hope these everybody who's saying that and thinking that learns from that yeah, because yeah. you get so many people who are absolute what's-its in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's learn from his example. It's let's not, just, saying, let's not yeah. just talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because right. that, that, can easily, that can easily happen. I mean, the personal awards, you know, he had a CB. He was knighted, of course. He was at the Freedom of Newcastle. He was... Uh, and Ipswich, it, I think. Yeah, and Ipswich, yeah. 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 Uh, inducted into the English Hall of Fame. Uh, just uh, so many personal um, accolades. And, uh, and, of course, he was... Um, he was uh, the manager of, uh, you know, probably the best Sunday side in the world ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and the Carlsberg advert was a Carlsberg, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, was, which was a lovely touch. But I'll end um, with a quote from Jose Mourinho who said, Bobby Robson is one of those people who never die. Not so for much what he did in his career, for one more victory, uh, more or less, but for what he knew to give those who had, like me, the good fortune to know him and walk by his side. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, so Bobby Robson. Yeah. Rest in peace. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to get in touch with us, the email address is uh, podcast at thefootballramble.com. We have a myspace.com forward slash footballramble. Uh, we have a group on Facebook. We're on Twitter. And we have our website, thefootballramble.com. We're also going weekly as of next week. Pete's very, we're all very excited about that. I hope you are. James won't be with us for a few That's weeks. That's how excited James is. <laughs> <laughs> James won't be with us for a few weeks. I'm going part-time. Because he's going part-time and he's going up to the Edinburgh Festival to do some things. What's going on, Joe? Uh, <laughs> I am going to be taking place in about 30 shows, actually, but I'm putting on two shows at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. The first one is Comedy 2.0. That is at the City Cafe from 2 till 3, and that's running from the 7th to the 14th of August. I'm also running another show uh, called... 
a complete guide to all human knowledge in 59 and a half minutes, which will bear no resemblance to that title. Um, <laughs> and that's taking place at the newsroom, and that's uh, from 4 till 5, uh, and that's running from the 6th to the 15th of August. Uh, those are free shows. They're run by the Laughing Horse Free Fest. I'm also taking part in uh, the Amuse Moose Laugh Off 2009 final, which is taking Not place... Not 2010. At, Not 2010. Okay. Uh, that's taking place at the Bongo Club. That's on the 23rd of August. And I'm also in the semi-final of So You Think You're Funny, which is on the 17th of August, obviously, and that's at the Gilded Balloon. You're, you're, doing, wrong you're, on that you're one. doing lots there, Jim. And, and I'm going to be yeah. at the uh, Shit Club Underbelly uh, <laughs> doing uh, <laughs> Petey Donaldson's Petey Shaw. Uh, <laughs> Good luck, James. Shenanigans. I may be wrong on the, the venue of So You Think You're Funny, so professional I am. So if you are interested in coming, uh, Google it. But Email if you do us. live in Scotland and if you are going up to the Edinburgh Fringe, do come down, um, say hello. Um, Buy him a pint because he's skin. Yeah, he's going to be. It's a lovely bit of comedy. Get him somewhere to live. He doesn't have anywhere to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't have anywhere to live for half it's of very it. Very expensive. Be <laughs> well, well, we'll still be here doing our doing our day jobs, James. The football ramble. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we so, can f- if we can find a reason, then I'll phone in my performance yeah. even more than usual. <laughs> Marvelous. Well, on that note, we say and for a few weeks, goodbye, James or Jim. Bye, everyone. I'll miss goodbye. you. Goodbye, Peter. <laughs> goodbye. I got confused. <laughs> he was ahead of that. Yeah. Goodbye, Lukey. See you next week. And uh, goodbye from we. We're all off to drink some Welsh whiskey. Cheers. Email in anyone who wants to put bits of their body in my mouth. <laughs> That's Pete. Don't even bother for I'm at Pete at XSX. <laughs> when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.